the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Micah Coop. Well, hello and thank you for joining us today. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR, and you're joining us for our Church of the Week feature. This is the time of the week where we get to sit down with a pastor in our local community, and we get to introduce him to you. Maybe you don't have a church home. Maybe you uh, just moved to the area, and you're looking for a place to get plugged into the body of Christ, and we have a great church represented here today with their pastor, Pastor Brandon Cadell of South Hills North, right here in San Antonio, Texas. Pastor Brandon, thank you for being with us today. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited. Yeah, it's excited. we're excited to have you. Um, we want to get into what's going on at South Hills North. Such a cool name, South Hills North. You got uh, two of the four directions in there. So, That's right. Um, it's better than one direction, anyway. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, but, but before we get into all that, uh, can you just give us a little bit of background on yourself? Sure, man. I am uh, 34 years old, married to a beautiful lady by the name of Laura. We've been married, well, we have been married 10 years coming up here in November, and uh, I am a fourth generation pastor. My granddad, my uh, great granddad, my father, we've got pastoring in the blood, I guess, but yeah. um, um, born and raised here in San Antonio and uh, have lived here most of my life, had a few adventures around the world, but. Uh, but I've uh, been in San Antonio for the, the better part of the 34 years, and i uh, got three beautiful children. Asher, my son, is eight. Isabella, my uh, 16-year-old, 6-year-old, is, uh, <laughs> is a handful. And then, of course, we've got Mia, which we call the tornado. She's three and a half, and uh, I love my kids, love my wife, and uh, love being a pastor here in San Antonio. And uh, I'm told... Uh, through the grapevine that you also love the Cowboys. I do. Um, I think specifically it says that in your bio you state that you believe that they're God's favorite team and you hope that they eventually play like God's favorite team. Is that's, that correct? That's that's very, very, very true. Um, <laughs> they uh, have, have, have yet to uh, figure out that um, they are not only America's team but God's favorite team. <laughs> and uh, I just keep praying that uh, eventually they'll they'll snap out of it and realize that they have the favor and the blessing of God with them. They just need to walk in it. Well, that's one, sa- one way to secure your prayer life is to include them <laughs> on the list. So, Well, Pastor Brandon, it's, it's a joy to have you with us. And uh, we always love to sit down and talk to pastors and, and see what God's doing. Uh, in their lives, and especially someone that was born and raised in San Antonio, Texas, and is a fourth-generation pastor, there, there's a, a lot of things, I guess, that come along with that sort of lineage, maybe a, a bit of expectation that was placed on you, and uh, maybe in in the way you were raised, feeling like maybe this is something that I'm expected to do, go into the ministry or different things, but what people may not know is you actually were, uh, were recruited and, and went to college as a football player. And um, that was kind of plan A, and the Lord transitioned you into a different plan A. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yeah, absolutely, man. I uh, 
I grew up, um, you know, playing all of the major sports um, that don't in- involve ice or um, or rackets <laughs> or anything like that. Or water. But, um, yeah, or water. But, um, you know, playing sports all of my life, that was kind of my, my first love. And and um, very early on, I realized that I was, uh, was pretty good at it. Um, and growing up with uh, three brothers, you know, sports was kind of a theme in our home. There was, you know, always something going on. And as uh, I got into high school and, and uh, realized that uh, God had positioned me, you know, to to, to to be an influence, I thought, well, man, this is this is pretty cool. I'm a quarterback, and I'm pretty good, and I've got influence. You know, maybe I can, you know, maybe God wants me to, you know, go to college and 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 be a star. And you know, even though I'm not six foot five, I can still play football in the NFL because God will bless me like He blessed Drew Brees, and <laughs> I'll be able to have a testimony and win people to Christ. And you know, that was my plan was to continue playing football and and uh, baseball and. And um, I went off to college and uh, had an opportunity to, to, to go play at the University of Kentucky. And I turned that down and, and, and kind of tried to merge the two and please my parents and please myself. And uh, I ended up at a Evangel Christian in Springfield, Missouri, um, a Texas boy, all alone in, uh, in Springfield. And, and uh, it was, you know, very soon that, um, you know, that I realized that uh, there was a lot more to life than, than football. And um, God uh, really uh, placed a burden on my heart for home. And uh, I, you know, quickly called my parents and told them, look, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I want to come back home. And they said, well, you better stop at every college on the way back home <laughs> and find one that... Um, that suits you, and and I actually did. I enrolled at a college for. I was there for three days. Enrolled in Waxahachie <laughs> at Swagoo, and and uh, but I eventually ended up back home and uh, began um, at the uh, the age of twenty years old um, in the ministry, um, doing whatever I could, just getting my feet wet and cutting my teeth on the uh, you know the, uh, the 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 ranks of of, of ministry and. And that's really where God, um, you know, opened my eyes and said, "Hey, I've got, I've got a plan. I know you think you know the plans you have for you, sure. says you, <laughs> but Jeremiah actually says that I know the plans I have for you." And I kind of submitted to that and said, "Okay, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do." And right. started in my dad's church, and and um, you know, I've been a part of of a ministry, um, you know, bivocational and, and full time over the last you know sixteen, seventeen years of my life. That's pretty pretty amazing. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine Pastor Brandon in in that context, uh, the Lord transitioning you into a place where you are not yet obviously starting South Hills North, uh, the church that you're currently pastoring and 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 pioneering, but to to go into ministry with a family member. You know, they always say don't do business with family. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure there there are some crossover there with doing ministry with family. What was the dynamic like where you began to work in ministry with your father, being like you said, a fourth generational minister? And even uh, as I know, you've got three brothers, and and uh, my understanding is you guys are all kind of in the the same ministry mix and have kind of grown up uh, working in the ministry, flowing uh, flowing in the ministry together and with your father. What's that dynamic been like for you? Well, um, man, we get that that question a lot I'm because sure. um, a lot of people just can't comprehend that um, you've got uh, you know mom, a dad, four sons, 
um, who are all in the ministry working together, and nobody's died yet. <laughs> and um, you know, we, you know, when when we when I came back from college, it was very early on in the church, and and you know, there was a lot of excitement. And of course, you know, my dad wasn't even full time at that point, and um, but it was it was cool to to be able to do church with family, to have a focus, and you know, that was kind of our heart. We grew up in church. We were at every church service, you know, every week of every month. You know, we didn't miss. My dad. You know, um, even before he was a pastor, you know, was opening and shutting down, you know, the church, locking. And we were all the first ones there and the, the last ones to leave. But, you know, as as the church grew and, you know, you got four sons who are in the ministry with you, as you can imagine, if you're a father, um, you know, you know, how cool your sons think you are. Sure. Um, it became, you know, very apparent early on that, um, you know, that um, sons— um, we're sons and fathers were fathers <laughs> and um, the way that we wanted things to go weren't weren't always going to, to to be the way that they went but you mean you guys didn't agree on everything um, we agreed on nothing because <laughs> um, that was a problem growing up in church all of our lives we said if we ever do church um, we're going to do a church that we can invite our friends to um, sure. a church that's real that that, that that, that doesn't speak in King James all the time right and um, you know can really reach out you know and and you know be an influence to a generation which you know uh, were our friends and um, so over the years it's been interesting there's been a uh, you know very few staff meetings where someone has not cried or yelled <laughs> and um, but it's been a joy to be in ministry with my parents and with my brothers and as we got married, bringing, you know, the, the wives on board. And, um, you know, we're just, you know, each and every day we get up excited to do ministry together. And even though we've, you know, spread out across three campuses here in San Antonio now, you know, we still have central offices where we get together on a daily basis and just celebrate the fact that, um, you know, we get to go and tell people about Jesus at, you know, all four, four corners uh, of San Antonio. You know, it's a it's an amazing testimony that uh, you guys are – you know, it's been over what I think over fifteen 16, years now. Years, yeah, over fifteen yeah. years now. You guys have been all working together and still going strong. The Lord's blessing you, as you mentioned, blessing you with uh, with with wives and families, and uh, kind of extending the the legacy to the to the next generation. And uh, I I just want to talk about that for a minute since you mentioned it. I know personally, you guys have have obviously been through a, a lot of. Uh, a lot of different ups and downs as as a ministry together uh, at South Hills and and even what it was named before that, but also as a family um, and e- even in your personal family with with you and Laura. I know you guys have three children, but maybe what a lot of people haven't heard or don't know about is you guys have also lost children yeah. um, along the way. And and I know you mentioned that that's all part of your testimony. So you, could you share a little bit about that and and uh, maybe to someone who's who's dealt with loss. Tell them what you've learned through that and how you've stayed strong in your faith and been able to minister to others. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my my wife and I, as I mentioned before, have been married uh, 10 years coming up here in November. And, um, you know, over the course of our marriage, um, you know, one thing has has always been um, certain is that, you know, we made a decision very early on that, that through thick and thin, you know, um, God was going to be the center of that. And whatever we faced, you know, uh, when we said till death do us part, we meant till death do us part, and you know, in good times and bad times, and um, for richer for poorer, you know, those vows were were um, you know the centerpiece of not just something that we said, but something that we meant. And you know, um, we 
um, had our, you know, got pregnant with our first son um, very, very um, soon after, not on the honeymoon, but a few months later, um, we found out we were pregnant and, you know, we had no clue, you know, we were young and married and having a kid and just going through life. And, you know, we actually uh, were living in Hawaii at the time, working at a church out there and uh, moved back, you know, uh, shortly before our son was born and had him and everything was great and life was good. And, and, um, um, not too long after that, we found out we were pregnant again and, um, you know, this time it was a girl and we got 20 weeks into the pregnancy and, um, were, um, man, really just devastated to find out that we had, you know, um, lost the baby and my wife had to go through, you know, a stillbirth, you know, at, mm. at 20 weeks and, and, um, you know, it was it was that moment um, where our daughter Grace Ann was born, and you know, going through the the challenge of just being still young in marriage, and like, okay, this is is this really happening? What is going on? Um, that we really learned to lean on him, and um, and to lean on each other, and um, you know, Grace uh, was 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 um born um in um in May of uh 2007 I believe and and um we just really struggled with it you know sure. to be quite honest we were angry and you know we didn't know you know really how to deal with it but um you know through that you know God has has made promises and 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 not long after that um uh, our daughter Is- Isabella uh, Grace was born and um and healthy and 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 happy and and life was great again Mm -hmm. and um and soon after that we found out we were pregnant uh, with another girl and um i believe it was august of 2009 um at 25 weeks we found out um through you know an emergency uh, uh situation that we had lost um faith um our fourth um child and and um you know, it's one of those those moments in life where, you know, it's like, really, God, again, like again. <laughs> yeah. And um, we don't have time to, to go through all of it. But um, I will say, you know, we've got right now three beautiful children here on earth. And, um, um, you know, through the course of pregnancy and in and, and, and childbirth, we've got, uh, I believe, I believe the count right now is I've got a total of nine children three on earth, six in heaven. And, um, my wife is pregnant now with our fourth. And, um, after that we're done, but, (laughs) um, I will say, you know, to, to those that have dealt with that and those that maybe deal with it in the future, challenging situations, you know, there's one thing that that's for sure in Romans eight, you know, 28 guess says that, um, he works all things for the good of those, you know, who love and trust him Mm -hmm. and are called according to his purpose. And, you know, at the times in our life where we were so angry and we couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, um, that's the one thing that we knew. God is working all things for our good. We don't understand Absolutely. it. He's God. We are not. We don't understand it. We don't have to like it. But, um, you know, in this life, the Bible says there will be trouble. Sure. And when there's a mountaintop, you know, and you're standing and you're shouting, get ready for the valley because the valley's coming. Right. But the great thing is, is that um, we don't set up a tent and pitch you know, pitch our our camp in the valley. We we walk through the valley, of the shadow of death, because there's another mountaintop coming. And um, I think for for my wife and I, that's that's what we've learned is just through all of our struggles. You know, he's working all things for our good. And um, 
and he's faithful and every promise that he makes he he is fulfilled and and we've seen that in the in the eyes of our children that we have living and we know that um you know uh, one day we're going to we're going to walk through you know the gates of heaven and and our children are going to be waiting for us you know uh you're listening to pastor Brandon Cadell he's the uh, lead pastor of South Hills North here in San Antonio Texas and pastor Brandon I just want to ask you one more question about that what sure. do you think the difference is between um, your experience where you've you've walked through that valley of shadow of death, mm-hmm. you've walked through those difficult times, those valleys as you call them, and come out stronger and closer to God on the other end versus someone who loses their faith in in those situations. To the person that maybe they're, they're questioning God, they're yeah. questioning their faith, they're questioning whether any of this is good because uh, how could God let this stuff happen? Yeah. Uh, what would you say to someone like that? Well, you know, um, the fact is, is that like my son says, my my son, he's he's eight years old, and um, um, he's he's got this this uh, this the saying that he says, when anything goes wrong, it's well, thanks, Adam. Way to go, Adam. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know, and um, there's so much truth to that statement because you know it's we live in a fallen world, sure, and. Um, you know there are things that happen, and we've learned through our pregnancies. There's, you know, chromosomes that don't, you know, mix right, or you know, whatever the case may be. And um, you know, I, I would say that you know, um, for us, you know, it's been standing on the foundation. We've laid a foundation in our life that, um, you know, that says God is good. Um, God is good. He He loves us. Right. You know, there's there's nothing that I can do today, tomorrow or any day in the future that's going to make God love me any more than he loves me right now. Right. And um, um, with that, you know, firm uh, foundation laid, um, you know, as we walk through these things and, and we stand on that foundation of, of speaking life over our situation of constantly, you know, God, no, God is good. God is working. We don't understand it. We don't try to understand it because. Mm-hmm. Our minuscule, tiny little minds cannot comprehend, um, you know, God's ways. It says they're so much higher than our ways. His thoughts are so much higher. And um, for me, I know as a man, for a woman, it may be different. For for, for as a man, you know, my thought is is just, God, you are God, and I am not. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not easy. It's difficult. But I'm going to stand on this foundation, and I'm going to continue to speak over my family. I'm going to continue to say to that mountain, be moved and cast into the sea. Um, with the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, and and each and every time God has shown Himself faithful. There's never been a time, um, as as long as I've stood on that foundation. But when we begin to waver and we begin to listen to outside voices and we mm. begin to go down roads and right. we begin to turn to you know dr- drugs and alcohol, trying to kill pain. Um, there's no nothing that can fill that void in sure. our lives. You know whether it be you know, abandonment, whether it be anger towards God, whatever it may be, whatever you've been challenged with in your life, there's nothing that's going to fill that void unless you lay that foundation firmly across that void, and that firm firm foundation is God. You're listening to Pastor Brandon Cadell. He's the lead pastor of South Hills North right here in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, so let's talk about South Hills now, Pastor Brandon. You, you obviously have some tremendous testimonies, and, and you've been through so much, um, even at a young age, as, as you are in, in your in your thirties. Um, but the Lord has advanced the ministry that you guys have been involved in over the last fifteen plus years here in San Antonio, from 
a a one campus ministry uh, on the south southeast East side, side yeah. and to a multi campus ministry here in San Antonio and beyond. Yeah, uh, that that is able to touch our entire city and and like I said and beyond. But there's been kind of some growing pains and some development through that. Uh, Growing pains is, is maybe the wrong word, but just some growth yeah. and some different things that have that have transpired as you guys have gotten to this place. So, can you tell us a little bit about that journey from one campus on the southeast side, all of uh, the four of you guys working together in your in your family with your dad, and now to expanding where you're the lead pastor of South Hills North? Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my dad uh, began the church with no support. Um, no backing of any denomination or any other church back in October of 1997, and and um, you know we he chose you know God chose for whatever reason to uh, to to send him to the southeast side of San Antonio, and that's that's where we grew up, and that's the community we grew up in. And at that point in 1997, there were no you know progressive, forward-thinking churches out that way, and um, you know that we knew of, right? And uh, that's how we kind of uh, uh, reasoned. Okay, God, we'll do it out here. And, um, you know, my dad always said, you know, if I can build a growing ministry out here in southeast San Antonio, then I can do it anywhere, or God can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, so we began, you know, on the uh, the forced child labor of his sons. And <laughs> um, we, uh, you know, we, 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 we began just doing ministry and reaching just loving people and um, doing ministry the only way that we knew how. And um, that lasted a good, you know, 10, 12 years. And it just got to the point where it was like, okay. <laughs> You know, uh, dad was probably getting sick of son, you know, his sons, you know, <laughs> pushing and let's do this and that. And, you know, you talk too long and why do we do this? And and we really just prayed and said, God, we need some sort of breakthrough. And it was at that point we met a guy by the name of Chris Sonks and a pastor out of South Hills Church in Corona, California. And he was doing coaching and he got linked up with my father and, and really just, you know, lit a fire in our ministry and began coaching and mentoring my father in ways that his sons could could never do. And, um, you know, that eventually led us uh, to change our name from Heart of Praise Worship Center because that was too long and nobody knew what in the world a Heart of Praise Worship Center was um, to live the life church. And uh, we were a church that was all about people experiencing God and living the life they were created to live. And and, uh, that was great. And um, through the years, we just developed a great relationship uh, with Pastor Chris, and he, you know, had been coaching churches around America for a long, long time. And at that point, God was kind of just moving him to, you know, a new season of his life where he was taking it to the next level with uh, with churches. And uh, we, you know, really just shared the same DNA, and um, eventually it led to a partnership um, where um, our campus there, Live the Life Church, became a South Hills campus. Um, so it's now known as South Hills Church, Live the Life Campus. And um, that simply meant that we were just all doing ministry together. Those those churches at that point were out in California doing ministry. We were all following the same series. We were, you know, all uh, meeting together and determining, you know, um, how the church was going to run, getting our systems and structures and processes in place. And, um and um, that that just led us to the point of of launching churches and getting to you know the point of hey we're outgrowing Southeast San Antonio we've got leaders and and we've got um, you know pastors and I've got sons that all want to be pastors and and um, you know that that really just led to the dream of actually being able to you know the dream that God had put in me when I was 14 years old you know in a, in a youth service. With a guy by the name of Andy Hostetler, who pastors uh, Discovery yeah. Church right here in San Antonio, and he just 
laid hands over him, prophesied, and said, you're going to preach God's word. And, you know, he actually said millions of people. You know, I'm not sure if he heard God quite right, but I'm <laughs> believing. Uh, he said millions will come under your ministry. And, and um, I just held firmly to that at the age of 14. And, you know, when it was, you know, the right season, you know, uh, I know that God's word says that, you know, don't grow weary in doing good. Man, right. I did a lot of good for a lot of years for no money and right. uh, for 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 my father and 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 that ministry and and uh, but the season came our due season came um you know where we hadn't fainted you know we continued to yeah. push and and the dream of south hill north was really born and um you know it's thanks to my father and you know everything that i do you know i stand on on the shoulders um you know what he laid for us to right. be able to do what we do today so you guys launched uh recently right here on the north side of san antonio uh, tell us about that ministry and and when when you guys meet and wh- where people can find you. Absolutely, you know we um, uh, we began core building in March of of 2013 with about you know 30 40 adults and spent a year a little over a year building that core to the point and preparing them to launch. And June 1st we launched um, at the Northwoods Theaters at 281 and 1604, and um, you know we've been two months there. Um, 10 o'clock on Sundays and um, just excited about what, you know, what God is doing, you know, in our church. And, um, you know, for any information that people want to get, you can go to SouthHills.org and um, get the information there. You can follow us on on Facebook at South Hills North, Instagram and Twitter as well. But, um, yeah. And you can also, uh, when you go to SouthHills.org, because of the multiple campuses, you can find South Hills North in San Antonio. And and you can get all the information there about different groups going on, uh, series, all that kind of stuff that you guys have have, uh, happening at South Hills North, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Outside of Sundays, we have something kind of unique that that we do, and that is that all three of our campuses converge um, for a midweek at our um, downtown campus, which is at, uh, at the Pearl. And um, so Thursday nights at 6.30, it's an, it's an all-campus um, night um, where we get to come together for an express service. Um, you know, outside of that, we've got socials and events and different things that we do, which you can keep up with on Facebook. All right. Well, Pastor Brandon, thank you so much for being with us and uh, appreciate your story and, and what, you, what you guys are doing here in San Antonio to reach people. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys having me. And thank you guys for being with us on our Church of the Week feature. Listen, if you don't have a home church or you're not going to church yet, you haven't found a place to plug in, maybe you just landed in San Antonio, check out southhills.org. Find South Hills North right here in San Antonio with Pastor Brandon Cadell and uh, and check it out and see if it's it's something that you can plug into and get on board with the vision that God's given them. Thank you f- for joining us right here on our Church of the Week feature. I am Micah Coop and keep listening to AM630 KSLR, The Word in South Texas. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.